dementia researcher with a blog and a rating. Non-pharmacological interventions are of growing interest in the management of dementia symptoms, not only because of the side effect profiles of some of the drug therapies, but also because they're super effective and can have significant impacts on the quality of life of people living with dementia and their carers too. There are a huge variety of non-pharmacological interventions available, such as music and singing, dancing therapies, art-based projects, cooking, talking and listening, and as highlighted in a previous blog of mine, animal interaction. However, the focus of today's blog is a bit different, perhaps even futuristic. It's on virtual reality. Virtual reality or VR is a computer generated and simulated artificial three-dimensional environment with scenes and objects that appear to be real, making the user feel as if they are immersed in their surroundings. Oh, and I really mean that. I've personally engaged with VR gaming lots of times and can vouch for the reality aspect. Walking the plank in a VR simulation will have your heart racing and give your stomach butterflies just as if it was the real thing. The environment is typically perceived through a VR headset or helmet. VR is being increasingly used in clinical settings, for example, for managing stress and anxiety during painful procedures, and has been proven effective in the treatment of specific phobias and traumas. It may also have benefits for people living with dementia, particularly people in care homes. It is a self-paced, flexible and safe strategy that may possibly combat loneliness, enhance a sense of identity and engage exercise, all from the comfort and safety of home. It may be particularly beneficial to people with mobility problems too, where getting outdoors is no longer achievable and familiar environments or outdoor spaces can be simulated for them. But how would it work in dementia? What would it look like? And is it a promising possibility? A case series published last year may help to provide some of these answers. A Canadian-based research team conducted a feasibility study using a convenient sample of 24 participants from a single nursing home site. The outcomes of interest were depression and agitation before and after exposure to the VR intervention. The intervention was a 30-minute long researcher-facilitated VR experience of 10 sessions over a two-week period, conducted Monday to Friday. The VR intervention involved a 360 projector as opposed to a head-mounted helmet or headset to maximise comfort for the user, but still provided an interactive and immersive 3D visual and auditory experience. Depending on the user's mobility, the projector could be taken to their room. The virtual environments delivered to the nursing home residents were tailored. Pretty cool, right? The researchers asked family members and nursing home staff about the residents' preferred leisure activities, favourite genres of music and general preference to nature or urban scenery at the start of the study. This resulted in a custom library of 360 video scenes with music. For example, there was a cherry blossom scene which simulated an afternoon stroll in the park with blooming cherry flowers set to soft classical music, and a farm scene which simulated a morning walk in a farmyard with cows and chickens set to animal and bird sounds. And each scene contained its own little hidden details. The cherry blossom scene, for instance, included a bride and groom posing for pictures, people walking their dogs and children climbing. I'm just finding this so cool. But what did the study find? 
Well, they found that 75% of participants were able to complete 80% of the planned sessions and the mean length of the VR session was around 22.2 minutes. Sessions had to be shortened for various reasons, including residents falling asleep or being distracted, but also in some cases as a result of distress. However, there were no adverse events observed during the intervention period. Although EQ5D was administered, there were, not surprisingly, no detectable changes in participant health. There were, however, statistically insignificant changes in CSDD and CMAI, which measure depression and agitation respectively. Depression outcomes improved, however, agitation appeared to worsen. It is not surprising that these changes are non-significant. Um, the intervention period was short and the sample was small, and the study was not powered to detect significance, but rather to explore feasibility. However, overall, the findings are super promising. The VR intervention was found to be both feasible and acceptable for use in dementia nursing home residents and indicated preliminary findings in terms of depression. A full trial to evaluate the effectiveness of VR in dementia populations would be needed to draw any solid conclusions, but the future of non-pharmacological interventions in dementia management and the integration of technological advancements is exciting and promising, and it looks like there will be way more to come. Thanks for listening, Hannah. Thank you for listening. Join the Dementia Research bloggers and share your own views.